0: Good evening. Wow, quieted down really quickly there. I don't know. Maybe I should come up a couple seconds early next time. I don't know. Good to have you all with us. It seemed to warm up a little bit. Uh, I drove to church here with my windows down, so you might think I'm crazy, but I was. I was warm in my car, so I rolled the windows down. And felt great. So uh, maybe I'm from Minnesota. I'm missing it. So they have lots of snow there, and we don't have it here. So uh, that's all right. We live here in March for sure to be warm. So I'm not praying for snow. You can stop. You know. Cursing me when you're praying, but I'm not praying for snow. All right, so no more snow can come, and I'd be okay with that. So, good to have you here with us. Hope you had a good afternoon. We are very excited tonight, as we have uh, some guest speakers and uh, one of our missionaries is here with us. We're excited to hear from him and uh, guests that he has with him. But we have a lot of announcements before I before we get to that. But I'm going to fly through to try to give them as much time as we can. All right, so hang with me, and uh, you can follow along as we go. First of all, if it's your first time joining us, thanks for joining us here. If it's your first time joining us here in person, please stop by our welcome desk. We have a gift we'd like to give to you. If it's your first time online, please go to sbtindy.org connect. We'd like to have a record of your visit there. Uh, next one, our SBT testimonies. That is what Pastor talked about this morning with Devin, and uh, he's going to be working. They're going to be working in the recharge room, which is Pastor's Garage. So it's going to look like you're going to the Pastor's house, but you're not. All right, Go left of their um, deck, and you'll be able to go in there. Uh, there's a sign-up sheet in between the two, in the hallway between the two sides. And uh, so you can see what uh, spaces are available for getting your testimony uh, digitized, all right, so people, people in your family can see it. Uh, Breakfast of the Stars is Saturday, and that's this Saturday, right? this coming Saturday, March 25th, 8.30 at the Golden Corral in Greenwood. Please sign up on the bulletin board if you're interested in that. Um, but That will be for the Golden Prayer Warriors. Uh, starting March 26th, next week, all right, next Sunday morning we will be going back to Sunday school at 9.30 for all the ages and our one regular morning service with the overflow. So Pastor I think is gonna talk about that a little bit tonight, uh, potentially if you remembered his list about who's gonna be over there, but it'll start at 9.30, you can see up there where everything is. Um, The classes will go back to where they were before we split into two services, all right? So um, Chuck's class will be in here, the ladies class will be behind me, Darren's class in the fellowship hall, Dr. Barber's class upstairs, teens in the teen room, science school classes for the kids will be exactly the same, recharge class will be exactly the same as well, just a different time, either in the first service instead of the second. And then there's a new class starting, that's the young couples group that Pastor talked about. That will be in Pastor's downstairs living area, um, so just walk into his house, as he says, and um, that'll be at 9.30, and then everyone will be either in here or in the fellowship hall at 10.45, so looking forward to that next Sunday morning. Our all-church skate night is coming up a week from tomorrow, and so that is next Monday from 6 to 8 at Fun Factory. $5 if you plan to skate, $2 if you just plan to watch us, that do skate humiliate ourselves, all right? So $5 or two, and uh, you can give that to us when you get there. Caregiver Resources class, you can see Ms. Glenda for any questions, but that's Thursday starting April 6th at 7 p.m., and you can see some of the things they have there, but you can sign up for free at sbtn.org. Our Easter celebration is coming up. Three weeks from today is Easter, coming up quicker than you think, and so we have a good Friday service, which is both in-person and online. So we've done this in the past. We did it before. It was just online. You can join us. We'll have some times of singing, um, scripture reading. It'll be really emphasizing Jesus' death on the cross. And so that is 6 o'clock. It should, should go about a half an hour, maybe a little longer. Um, on that Friday night, we will have nursery provided for all of those. Um, and then Easter Sunday morning, 7.30, we have our sunrise service with a breakfast, great breakfast to follow, and then our 9.30 essential classes and 10.45 worship service. So all the kids will get a gift. Uh, But there will be nursery provided for all those during all of these different services. Celebrating Moms of Littles, as we've been saying, that's Friday, April 21st. And so moms, kids 10 years of age and younger are welcome and invited to come. Um, Dads, we're going to be taking care of the kids during that time. So it's a free night for the moms and uh, time for us to be able to spend some time with our kids. So that's exciting, April 21st there. Our ladies' banquet is Friday, May 12th at 6.30, $5 per person. Uh, The dinner will be served by the men here at the church. Uh, unless you have kids um, that are not able to help. Um, But there'll be door prizes, fellowship games, but you need to sign up by April 30th. So just a couple, about a month and a half into a month and a week, I guess. So you can sign up out in the lobby for that. Our missionary of the week, our missionary of the week is Josh Zacharias. He just got to Australia not too long ago, and he's been emailing and texting me back and forth. Um, He's trying to start a youth group in their church there. And so he's been working through a lot of different things, working through their mission statement, their focus, their goals. He's been Messaging Pastor Andrew as well and just getting some ideas. And so he's really excited, looking forward to that, but he's just hoping that he can get into the community as much through the kids, through the teenagers, bring them to church, and then get into the families through that. All right, that's all I have. So let's stand, and we will pray for our service, and then we will jump into the worship service. All right, let's pray. Our precious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for your goodness to us. We thank you for another day that you've given to us to praise and glorify you. Lord, we love you, and we thank you that we can hear from your word tonight. We can hear what you are doing around the world. We pray that you'd be with Josh Zacharias and his desire to start this youth ministry there in Melbourne. I pray that you would just help him to be able to reach families by reaching into the lives of these teenagers and that the teenagers would just reach out and grow. And, uh, Lord, they would seek to glorify you in everything they do. I pray that you would protect him and uh, protect his ministry as well. Lord, I thank you so much for this time that we have to worship you together as a church family in unity and uh, fellowship. I pray that you would help us to lift our hearts and worship tonight. We thank you for these things in your name. Amen. Remain standing as we sing. All right, thank you, Pastor Brad. Just one other thing, there are invite cards out there. Mr. John Bullock made these for us, so uh, grab some of those. Start inviting your neighbors. It's just three weeks away, uh, Easter weekend, and want to just uh, share uh, the greatest message of our faith is that we serve a risen Savior. He is uh, not dead. He's risen, and looking forward to that. We're going to sing uh, just two verses tonight of Crown Him with Many Crowns. Uh, So join together with us on that first verse, crown him with many crowns.
1: I picked um, song to sing tonight is um, the Old Rugged Cross. I just talked to our U- Ukrainian missionary. He says this song is known in the Ukraine. That's, that's, that just, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, also I picked it Easter uh, is coming just around the corner and, um, and we, none of us will be here without the, the Old Rugged Cross. And one last reason, uh, this song was sang um to a national TV audience and not, that always thrills me when the when the public in general just gets a gets the gospel. Um this song actually uh the old rugged Cross actually won the voice about two years ago and ever since then I thought, um that's that's incredible when, when the when the whole nation, um all faith and, and or no faith gets a gets a gets the gospel, the old rugged Cross. <clears throat> I believe in the cross. I believe in the cleansing blood. I believe in a hill called Calvary where Jesus died for you and me. And I love that old cross Where the dearest and best For a world of lost sinners was slain So I'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling To the old rugged cross And exchange it someday for a crown To the old rugged cross I will ever be true Its shame and reproach gladly bear Till He calls me someday To my home far away Where His glory forever I'll share So I'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown, and exchange it someday for a crown.
2: But um, many of you know Sam Slobodian. He and his wife Amy have been serving the Lord with uh, to the Slavic people for many, many years, decades at this point. Where'd Sam go? He's around someplace. Anyway, so uh, that's a name that you're probably familiar with. He has uh, Vitali, and I cannot say your last name Vitali, so I'm not going to try, uh, with him and uh, from Ukraine, and we're looking forward to uh, hearing what the Lord's doing over there in spite of the war and things like that. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Brother Sam. And there you are. I didn't see you sitting right behind Vitaly. and I didn't see you <laughs> blended right in. <laughs>
3: thank you so much, Pastor. It's a wonderful blessing to be at Southeast Baptist Tabernacle. And it gives us a chance to thank you personally for the support and the prayers that you've invested in Ukraine and these other lands there where we minister. And, You folks have been a part of this ministry for many years, right when we made the transition from radio to church planning by supporting, training, and equipping nationals. And one of our nationals is with us, uh, this brother Vitaly Bilyak, and he is from western Ukraine. You'll hear a lot from him in a moment. My wife Amy is here with us. And uh, without any further introduction, we're going to go to our slide presentation and just kind of give you an update of what your prayers and what your missions funds are investing in. I think I need to turn this on. Is it on? Okay, Baptist International Evangelistic Ministries, B-I-E-M. This is a map of Ukraine. Ukraine is about the size of Texas. And this map shows you the different uh, patterns of vishavankas. These are called vishavankas. They're unique uh, embroidered shirts that... Uh, go back centuries. They use these for holidays and special events. And every region of Ukraine has their own particular uh, design. And you'll notice the the um, dark area to the left, uh, that is the Ternopil region where Brother Vitaly from. In fact, my family is from that area. And uh, it's dark. Uh, it gives a kind of a – it goes back to a time in the 15th century when that area was invaded by the Mongols and uh, the Turks, and uh, they decided to force marriage on the young ladies in that area, which was a tremendous tragedy. And traditionally, the Ukrainian bride would be preparing her wedding Vishavanka weeks before the wedding. And what they did at that time is they, they're usually bright, colorful colors, but at that time, as a protest, they made their Vishavankas very dark. So uh, that is kind of a history of these shirts. And you know, when I told your pastor that this was called a Vishivanka, he said that he used to have one, but the wheels fell off. And I, <laughs> that was so funny. I've never heard anything like that. So <laughs> your your pastor came up with one of the best ones I ever heard. So <laughs> and I've been talking about Vishavankas for years. So <laughs> but our ministry began back when uh, Russia was a closed country, you could not preach the gospel there, it had a firm grip of the country and they were against Christianity they declared war against Christianity they persecuted believers but there was a large group of God's people who decided to obey God rather than Caesar and so no matter what the cost they would worship and that's when our ministry began and back then you could not go there as a missionary but the Bible says go into all the world there had to be a way and there was And back then it was radio. And that's how our ministry began, as a radio ministry. My father, who's with the Lord now, was our radio preacher. And eventually we were on seven different international shortwave radio stations that would beam those gospel messages throughout all the 11 time zones of the Soviet Union. And God blessed those programs. Many were saved. Churches were established. And then all of a sudden, overnight, we all learned two new Russian words. Glasnost and perestroika, and the Iron Curtain came down by God's mighty hand. And overnight, there was more freedom in Russia than there was in America. And uh, when that happened, we went to the Lord in prayer, asking, in light of these tremendous changes, how should we adjust our ministry? And the Lord made it very clear. And, that, and it was mainly through talking with the Russian and Ukrainian pastors that we had established some very strong friendships with. And when we asked them, what should we, back then, everybody was going to Russia. Every mission board had 20 or 30 people who were going to Russia. And Amy and I thought that's what we should do. We presented ourselves to our board, and they asked this question. They said, have you asked the Russian and Ukrainian pastors you know what they think would be the best use of your time? And their answer was summarized. They all said the same thing, but one of them put it in these words. He said, we're, we're in the midst of a huge harvest. Uh, we have laborers. Our young men are on fire to preach the gospel. What we need, what we lack, are sickles for the harvest. And we understood that they had the labors. They were ready to reach their own people. What they needed was to be supported, to be trained, to be equipped. And so we shifted our ministry from radio by planting churches, that's our focus, by supporting, training, and equipping nationals. And God God has blessed that. We started out in the Moscow area. And that circle is the city limits of 15 million, another 10 million of people around there. And those crosses are some of the first churches that we established by supporting, training, and equipping nationals. And then we just began to reach out into some of the other areas to Ukraine, Belarus, surrounding uh, Russia. And eventually our men got a burden for the Muslim lands to the south, Central Asian lands. These are the stands Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, all of those used to be part of the Soviet Union. They were Soviet republics, even though they were Muslim. And by the time we had our 25th anniversary conference, we had converted Muslims that were reaching their own people in those Muslim lands. And uh, with your prayers and your support, we are now in our 106th church plant. So we praise God for that. And uh, we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about our ministry, uh, because we want to hear about Ukraine and Brother Vitaly. But uh, this DVD, it's a free DVD. It gives you the history of our ministry from the very beginning till now. It's free. It's on the table. You can also access this from our website. uh, Under the Media tab, there's one called Videos. It's the third video down. It's called 30-Year History. And so help yourself to this, especially if you're not familiar with our ministry. Just try not to make any wisecracks about who's the dark-haired guy in the beginning of the video. Remember, this is a historical video. So... (laughs) Uh, this is our website, BaptistInternational.org, and on our website we have almost now 100 videos of our fellows giving reports as they're winning souls, distributing AIDS, and how God is using this tragedy to reap a harvest of souls. So I invite you to tune in there. Along with our church planning, very soon we became involved in building church buildings. We are now in our 56th church building program, and every one of these is, is a miracle. Uh, many of our buildings have been built in Ukraine, and you can see the concentration there in that area, and these are representing church buildings. And a lot of them are in uh, the light-colored area is the Chernigov Oblast or region. It's the one directly above the capital city of Kiev, and it borders Belarus on the north. This is the path that the Russian army took when they invaded Kiev. You probably saw on the news that had the, it's a 40-mile a caravan of tanks and military equipment that was bearing on Keith. These are locations of churches right along that path that God has enabled us to, to build. And today it's an absolute miracle because these areas were devastated that not one of our buildings has been destroyed. That's by the grace of God. We, we praise God for that, and that's, that's because I think that's an answer to the prayers of God's people. And uh, these, uh, these are very hot areas. One of those churches is right on a military base in Desna, and this is Ukraine's largest military base. We're able to not only plant a church, but purchase and remodel it on the lower left-hand corner. That's the church building. We purchased and remodeled it to be a church. It used to be uh, the soldiers' uh, uh, facility that mainly it was like a shower room and different activities there. But uh, uh, they have been hit hard. One bombing killed 300 people right in that town. Uh, that's the entrance. You can see Brother Eager. He's the pastor there with a bunch of soldiers. And over these years, because of your local church missions program, hundreds of soldiers have been saved here. Sixteen of them uh, were, ended up in, in full time Christian service. And many of them went on to fight and die in the East. And by God's grace, because of God's people who wanted to reach Ukrainians, they went into eternity knowing the Lord. So we thank God for that. When you go to Ukraine these days, it's, uh, it's heartbreaking. I mean, there's so much devastation. I don't think we'll know until long from now how, how awful, how, how pervasive, how much was destroyed. And uh, it, it's, it's just overwhelming. Now, we mentioned that none of our buildings have been destroyed. That doesn't mean they haven't become close. This is Sasha. He's one of the men who was saved in Desna, the military base there. He got saved, got called to the ministry, was trained. And then he went up to the next military base to the north, Goncharovsk, very close to the Belarusian border. He is standing in a road by his church where an unexploded rocket is just buried in the street. If that would have exploded, it would have destroyed the church and uh, buildings around it. But uh, then to the right bottom, he's standing in front of a destroyed elementary school. He and his family live in the apartment building right next door, so I would say this is is pretty close. Uh, This is a church building, one of two that we built in Fostov, which is a railroad center. When the Russians were targeting railroad centers, uh, they missed. They hit those those warehouses on the upper right-hand corner. But one of those bombs fell just 100 yards from the church. It blew out uh, windows and doors, but we repaired them quickly, and they didn't even miss a service. Uh, this is a statistic put out by the Institute for Religious Freedom back in July. And back then, the figure there of churches destroyed was 270 churches destroyed in Ukraine. Forty-three of them are Baptist churches. And they, re- they updated this in January. In, in, in the end of January, they put out this statistic, and the number is up to four, over 400. And you can tell from the map that even though there's a lot of them in the east where the fighting is going on, no area of Ukraine is safe. Not anywhere. And these bombs are indiscriminate and destroyed churches all over the entire nation of Ukraine. And we're so grateful that as we have been uh, in position, because we we have 18 missionary families in Ukraine, all nationals, and uh, they're serving the Lord in different areas. And we also, our seminary is a school where we train our, our nationals. And it's a partnership with a group of independent Baptist churches called the Brotherhood of Independent Baptist Churches that came out of the unregistered Baptist movement. There is about 120 churches in that group that we work closely with. And so with these uh, contacts, we have now been able to distribute aid through more than 100 churches all over Ukraine. And God has brought in uh, for this outreach over $1 million we've been able to distribute. And God has used those distributions because we just don't give out food and medicine. They hear the gospel, they get New Testaments, and many, many have come to Christ through this. So uh, we're thankful for what we're able to do. Those, uh, the aid comes by container, and uh, we have vehicles, we have volunteers that unload these, and they bring them to uh, different areas of need and Brother Vitaly is going to say more about this in his, in his ministry in particular, but as these churches have distributed this aid, preached the gospel, every church, because of their basements, has become a bomb shelter. People who never wanted to go to church at all, had no interest in coming to a Baptist church, have flooded into these churches to, to, to find refuge from bombing and to get aid. And this has really made the testimony of the church skyrocket. In this picture, uh, on the lower left-hand corner, that is the pastor of the church in the military base, he found out that in the forest that surrounds them, there was a special forces of Ukraine that were sabotaging uh, that Russian column that was bearing down on Kiev, and they, with those javelins, they destroyed a lot of those Russian tanks. But he heard they were hungry, so he took the aid that we had sent in by a container, and he... uh, uh, they, just, they shared it with the military guys hiding in the forest, and they ended up getting military medals. So Baptist preachers getting military medals, that was really neat. <laughs> and Brother Eager said, maybe he'll work it out for me to get one. If I <laughs> uh, I, I've been there five times since the war started, and uh, it's, it, it's amazing to see what God is doing through such difficult circumstances. The first person saved... In that church we mentioned where you saw the bomb in the street, the first person saved is the Loptal fellow on the left. This is another Sasha. Sasha is a nickname for Alexander. And um, he was the first one saved. He's really high up in the military. Uh, He led a contingent of fighters that uh, retook Chernigov, which was overrun by the Russians. They destroyed every bridge. It was cut off. But he was able to, uh, he was a large reason why they were able to, to drive the Russians out of there. And here President Zelensky is giving him a medal. And uh, so he's a very, very decorated military man. But best of all, his pastor tells us that he's better than that. He's a wonderful Christian, very faithful. He and his family are in all the services. And we thank the Lord for how he's using the testimony of believers these days. And so we thank you for making this ministry possible. And uh, we do appreciate your prayers and your support. Uh, Now we're going to show some videos that... uh, are just some of the 100 videos you can see on our on our website, as our men distribute aid in uh, some very needed places. They had a lot of bombing there. Between bombings, they decided to go out the street and sing hymns and pray. Let me ask you something. If you got your neighbor and went out in the street and sang a hymn, would you sound like this? That's the fault of the guy in the red. I'll tell you a little more about him later. Friends, while the war is going on, our soldiers are battling the enemy. We also are going to do a spiritual battle. We don't sleep at night. We pray for our streets, for our city, for our soldiers. We're praying that God would protect us. And right now, I propose that we pray right here on the street and ask God to help us. Our Heavenly Father. We believe in you, and we know that you're the God of creation. We
4: want to thank you for this your This is one
3: of the families that we, from we evacuated from Bucha. It was horrific and, the um, atrocities um, that were there. And we live uh, in
4: Bucha. It's, your it's support enabled were, us to
3: uh, exit and uh, now. To release or, or free up uh, hundreds uh, of families the out of dangerous there. areas.
4: And uh, we spent 14 days in the basement of our house. Uh, during the last seven days we had no electricity and no gas and no mobile connection and it was very difficult to uh, go out of there. But yesterday we managed to leave Bucha and uh, we spent the night uh, in Vitaly and Irina Grigor's house and uh, right now we are going to western Ukraine and God was really merciful to us. So thank you for your help May God bless you. Thank, Thank you very much.
3: much. Many of their neighbors were killed in the streets above them. And this is Natali uh, Gregory. He's the guy who read amazing musician. This is one of his choirs. Here. They've
4: been a big part of this. He's taken his choirs. A couple of them, um,
3: evangelists he's throughout through up and in Belarus and Russia. And uh, now, he's been doing a lot in helping people. Uh, Food, supplies, medicine, and they also were heavily involved in building uh, barricades to protect from the invasion. Uh, this is in his home, and when you gather there, within 20 minutes, everybody, singing. You have no sense. Anybody who lives within 200 feet of the cloud has to learn how to sing and sing and in That's him. <laughs> They would take items like rope and very different kinds of cloth and materials, and they would weave together netting for uh, the barricades. And every citizen of Ukraine pitched up, young, old, women, men. Uh, These are his two sons. And they emptied their bank accounts. They they sacrificed everything. They didn't want to go back to communism. They'd pay any price, and they still will. They're just not going to accept a totalitarian state. And these are anti-tank barricades made out of iron. And it's so strange to see Vitaly with his musician's hands working with iron like that. It, but in Ukraine, life changed, and their number one priority was to stay alive. And for Christians, it was to share the gospel. And, you know, God used their efforts. These are citizens who rose up. They defended themselves. It's just... The, the most primitive of, of weapons. And it worked. They, they were able to push the Russians out and they had to retreat from Kiev. That even the older ladies would empty their reserves of canned goods. They would bring them to the soldiers. They showed one elderly lady, they call him Babushka. She was on the news and she's bringing her jars of canned goods to the soldiers. And she's saying, I'm sharing my food with you. But after the war, I want my jars back. Hello friends, this is Sam Slobodian, and I'm in Zdolbuno, Ukraine, which was bombed for the first time today. And I'm with uh, Brother uh, Pasha, and he's a key man in the distribution efforts that we're doing. uh, His... uh, his home church is a very strong church here. who he had a wonderful Easter service there, and uh, they have a tremendous ministry. Uh, uh, and he's going to explain a little bit about what they do in the area of war relief.
5: Dear
3: friends, I'm so grateful that even though we're
5: in extremely difficult times, that God is helping us to help people. And when
3: the war began, we were wondering, what we could do, because we lived in our area, and the war hadn't reached us. And God is using us as a
5: channel to provide help to those areas that are being hit. И мы организовали такой небольшой склад. Бог нас также благословил. Этот склад дал неверующий человек просто бесплатно, чтобы мы делали вместе
3: хорошее дело. с церковью
5: и этот Этот склад сегодня почти пустой. Мы только можем увидеть здесь памперсы, средства гигиены. This
3: uh, warehouse is almost empty now because we've distributed everything. The only thing we have left now is uh, hygiene products and
5: diapers. But today a, a big truck is arriving with products that we deliver to Sumy, we can And it's full
3: of groceries that we're going to deliver to.
5: Uh, some of these areas, Harsum, harkov Suma, these are areas, and Nikolaya, these are areas that have been devastated. Yeah, and we're so thankful to you
3: that you not only uh, sympathized with us, but you put your uh, feelings and heart into actually helping us materially to alleviate the suffering. Thank you very much.
6: This is
3: Vitaly. You'll hear from him in a few moments, but his church so is, is in the, the inner. He's
6: always
3: been ministry, so his church
6: is in the, the downtown area uh, of large city of Chernobyl. and which I will допомога, продуктова допомога потребуючим людям. Перша частина. Все це розпочинається тут в церкві. Брати, сестри приходять, формують продуктові набори, купуємо їх, пакуємо і завантажуємо прицеп. І я везу це на схід. Потім друга частина допомоги це також допомога цивільним людям з Медикаментами. Це кошти, які я беру з собою, і там, ближче до лінії фронту, в відносно мирних містах, в Дніпрі, ми можемо купляти медикаменти для людей, які живуть на лінії фронту. Третя частина допомоги – це допомога збройним силам, це нашим солдатам. He has
3: many men in his church that are military and family. and
6: розділом, де ми access to where the soldiers are. He's
3: taken nine trips right up to the fighting, right up to the war front.
6: ми разом з вами можемо наших церкви служить в армії. нещодавно був поранений. Їхню машину танк and порядок
3: автомобіля. of the car was destroyed. The second car was flying through the car, and the vehicle was И injured, so and Sasha so so
6: died that А, також везу е, різні солодощі, печиво,
3: they і лові зуперігати нам Це таке велике богословіння. Yeah,
6: і для the
3: the їхнього підрозділу також везу so we'll дрона, them е, them тому we'll що
7: це те, що спасає людей. Хочу подякувати від імені 3-ї десантно-штурмової роти, від і штурмовоі бригади, друзям з Америки, за те, що допомагають в цей нелегкий час, які підтримують нас, знаходять е, сили і фізичні, і фінансові, і синтакси підтримати е, наш український народ. От. І, ну, і разом до перемоги, ціна
6: звучать вибухи і ее, якесь десять назад
3: даєсь назавжди. Вчора ла артилерія, це це було чути. І вони моляться, надіяються, війна
6: закінчиться.
3: Це
6: і те собі час, коли ми можемо
3: цим людям служити і
6: підтримувати їх, роздали майже 70 коробок людям продуктами, які потребують цієї допомоги, тому що до магазинів, до, до всього їм далеко, вони називаються «хутір». Тому ви можете чути, зараз якраз працює артилерія. Дякуємо всім, хто підтримував, хто допомагав в цьому служінні. Нехай Бог благословить вас.
3: Hello, pastors and friends. This is Sam Slobodian, and I'm in Dubno, Ukraine, which is a large city in the west, and I'm here with uh, Pastor Eager. He pastors this church, Bethany Baptist Church, and this is the home church of uh, two of our church planters, uh, Brother Ura and Liev, and uh, Brother Vitaly in Chernobyl, and uh, Pastor Eager is actually uh, Brother Yura's uh, actual brother, so he's going to say a few words and I'll interpret
7: we are thankful for the opportunity to work with
3: wonderful people. We are thankful for the mission of
7: BIM, that
3: they are supporting our
7: men,
3: Brother Vitaly and, and for the support that they are providing in this time
7: of war. Thank you very
3: much to these wonderful
7: people. Together, we will have victory. War is awful. It brings tears and sorrow.
3: And we talk so much about how awful war is, how it's the, the devil is, is working in this, and what grief and horrors that war brings and people are weary
7: of this it's so tiresome and this is so
3: much negative information they've ruined here they've destroyed there and how evil it seems to be prevailing but we began to turn our attention to what
7: God is accomplishing through the war. And what we've
3: seen is our all-powerful, wonderful God is using something negative to bring about blessings. And so we've seen a lot of positive things as well. And so I look at our Congregation on Sundays, and I see before me a completely new congregation. New people, people from all over Ukraine. They came out of very
7: uh, troubled and war-worn areas. And
3: many of them, many of them are lost. And they're when coming to our services. They are hearing the word of God the first time. Isn't this wonderful? Isn't this a miracle from God? One time I took the microphone and interviewed people right in the, in
7: the auditorium. And
3: I asked them, can you share anything good that has come out of the wall
7: And many people said
3: they have said that if they hadn't been for the war they would have never heard the gospel. They would have never accepted Christ. But now they are born again new people. And so we have many new relationships. And
7: our church has been renewed. Church has changed. And so we're serving refugees now. And so
3: we are pouring our lives into helping these people. This is a very strategic ministry. Many brothers in our church are businessmen. And they have offered their products so we can use them. Uh, we,
7: take, take, we
3: take their trucks and we bring and we deliver we, aid to some of the are areas that are
7: devastating uh, and we've sent these trucks to areas
3: that have що but God has protected
7: and, them. and we're thankful that we have supplies that we can share and deliver in this way. And we believe God's going to continue to work And, God's going to, to work and God's going to take this evil and turn it to good for us.
3: The most awful thing mankind ever did is they crucified <laughs> Christ, <laughs> and that turned out to be the most wonderful thing Glory to the Lord Me Jesus Christ. We are victors in Christ. Amen. Amen. Brother Eager's is very hard to translate for. He gets <laughs> <laughs> he gets worked off. <laughs> but uh, before Vitaly comes, I wanted to encourage you to stop by our display table. We put out a newsletter, a prayer and praise sheet, and our missionary prayer letter, there's uh, anything. And if you sign up there, you'll get our weekly, we put out a weekly war relief update and a video every week. You could uh, receive that. We have some books. This is a a book, Giving God the Glory. It's the story of my father, basically the story of our mission. Uh, This is a a story about Peter Romanchik. He was the key pastor we worked with in Russia. Uh, He was the vice president of that large group of unregistered Baptist churches. And because of that, He was singled out for persecution. He spent 18 years in prison. Not many people survived 18 years in the gulag. But this is an inspiring story. We have a children's book entitled Missions Now, Just Add Me, uh, 10 true missionary stories involving a child from 10 different countries. One of the stories is about Brother Peter's son. And after each story, there's a craft that you do together with your youngster and then a recipe from that country. And we also have some music CDs, trumpet and orchestra. And all these are available for just a $5 donation each. And that's, uh, that's because of the generosity of, sponsor, of a sponsor who covers all the costs. So when you get one of these, all, the entire $5 goes in the ministry. So we encourage you to stop by. And before uh, Brother Vitali comes, we'll play a number on the trumpet. Praise to the Lord Jesus Christ.
6: And so
3: I'm glad to share with you how God is working in our
6: lives. I
3: never thought that I'd be describing a war. I remember when I was young watching programs about the war and hearing older people talk about war.
6: And
3: war is an awful thing and may God never allow that into your
6: lives. And I'd
3: like to thank you for the fact that you're with us in this struggle
6: and you'll
3: see pictures of what we're doing to help people in the war but realize this is what we're doing in partnership with you you have a part in this
6: this
3: is my family
6: My my wife Katya, David
3: and Mark, two sons,
6: and
3: we have a daughter who is married now to
6: Sergei, and
3: they are also missionaries and they just started a new church in another area of our city. Everybody hears about Ukraine and Russia
6: these days.
3: This picture is an accurate representation of the size difference between Ukraine and the yellow and Russia in the red. This reminds us of David against Goliath. And so we need your prayers more and
6: more. And our church is in the, base,
3: in the first floor and basement of a large apartment building downtown.
6: This
3: is our auditorium.
6: And the
3: but war has changed everything.
6: Okay. Uh,
3: this is a recent men's meeting that we had to do by flashlight and
6: candlelight.
3: Not that we're romantic. <laughs> they just had no electric. Yes. and we we always have to have our generator ready because at any moment we can lose power.
6: And
3: so when the war began, we turned every square inch of the church into lodging for
6: refugees. Every
3: Room was used to house
6: refugees. наш підвал.
3: And uh, all of our services uh, were in our basement, you
6: see here? And people who
3: avoided us before would come to the church for shelter
6: and
3: so we could preach the gospel pray with them God opened their hearts to the
6: church we immediately
3: when the war started received help and we were able to uh, purchase and share items with people in our community. One time I came to church and it, like it was the dream. It's the dream of any pastor. There's a crowd outside the church waiting to get in. <laughs> I had that blessing.
6: But these people came to get products, <laughs> but not not read the Bible.
3: But they didn't come to hear me preach. They came to get food.
6: And
3: so we came up with a plan how we, we could best share the gospel with these people.
6: We,
3: for them to get aid, they had to come twice. First to register and then to come back a second time to receive the aid.
6: And
3: both times they were required to sit at tables that we had set up, manned by all of our people, and there they would talk with them and hear their stories and share the
6: gospel.
3: In the western part of Ukraine, it was no problem to get groceries.
6: But there
3: was a different story in the east, where there was a lot of fighting. And in the capital city of Kyiv, where eventually there was only one road going in and out of the capital city we could access.
6: And we did such humanitarian our with products and it Друзям, братам, and
3: so we would form caravans and bring aid to our brothers and sisters in these areas.
6: And uh,
3: we began to serve even people right along the front lines of
6: battle. Uh, and
3: when the Russians retreated from uh, Moscow or the uh, Kiev area, The war intensified on the Eastern Front. I've made now nine trips to the front lines of battle.
6: And
3: these were amazing times where we had opportunity to serve the Lord and help people.
6: And we have to
3: wear special body armor. This and this is what you see in these areas.:
6: This is
3: a typical site in apartment buildings which have no electric, they have no water, and so people are cooking their food in barrels outside the
6: buildings.
3: And what you see shows you how awful is the results of sin.
6: And
3: in every place in Ukraine there's new uh, cemeteries, like on the left, that's a new cemetery just for soldiers. And this brings so much suffering and sorrow to all of
6: Ukraine. Uh, products, and uh,
3: this aid that we distribute gives us amazing opportunities to
6: share the gospel and
3: every time we distribute aid, we share the gospel with these people I, I enjoy distributing aid a little bit further from the front, because when you're right at the front, you can only talk for a short amount of time, and then you have to run. But if you're a few kilometers away, you have more time to preach the gospel and share Christ with the people there. If you're right on the battle line, you have at the very most five minutes to share the gospel before you have to break up. But if you go just a few kilometers away, you've got 25,
6: 30 minutes to share.
3: And so we've been able to distribute a tremendous amount of New Testaments to people.
6: I've
3: never seen people so hungrily take the Word of God as they
6: take it now
3: and so please pray for these people who received these New Testaments that as they read it they would open their hearts to the Gospel and be saved
6: and a lot of these
3: people they pray that God would spare them from bombs and save their lives but we understand that saving faith, uh, people need to turn to the Lord.
6: And so
3: pray that many of these people would uh, receive the Lord.
6: As you've uh, heard,
3: uh, we provide medicine.
6: And uh,
3: we distribute medical uh, medicines, medical aid, medical supplies, not only to the people in the war front, but in our city, because the hospitals have a deficit of medicine and supplies.
6: And
3: we help the military. This is a picture. Uh, taken by one of our men and he's taking it when he's down inside a trench looking up. This is what a soldier sees when they're in the trench in battle. It's a beautiful view, see? So we've helped our men with many things, drones,
6: MREs that
3: uh, last a long time.
6: Uh, mine sweepers, generators, uh,
3: generators uh, tourniquets, uh, military wear,
6: uh, medicine. Uh,
3: that young man is is a, a Christian from our group. He has a lot of authority because he's very close to the
6: commander. And because
3: of his authority, he made it possible for us to address a large division of soldiers and share the gospel with them. We bring them food,
6: chocolate, juice.
3: And this opens the door for us to preach the gospel to
6: them. They requested
3: antenna. We helped them and bought them this antennae. Barrels that hold water for them to be able to take showers
6: все uh, And uh,
3: this has opened so many
6: hearts. Uh,
3: we were even allowed to go into the barracks where the soldiers live and to pray with them there живуть <inaudible> солдати. barracks isn't a good explanation. It's just an unfinished basement that's pretty rough, and uh, that's where many of these soldiers are living.
6: And
3: we ate with them and we got our taste of military food.
6: And you know,
3: this is what Jesus did. He ate with the
6: people. And
3: around these tables we had wonderful opportunities to share the
6: gospel. And
3: God is greatly using our church to distribute aid. This is a container that we shipped from the mission headquarters right here in the west side of Indianapolis. We recently received this container in our church. And the mission actually bought this container, so it was not just unloaded, but it it stayed as a storage area.
6: And so,
3: so we shared the goods, not only in our area, but with our brethren in uh, kiev and in the Chernygiv
6: oblast.
3: These are some items that become very important, like candles, uh, lights.
6: Зліва, uh, on, речі, on, того, the,
3: on the left, power banks, so people could keep their phones working.
6: Blankets. They really need
3: blankets because many places don't have heat.
6: Uh, generators. I,
3: I, I'll just interject here that our mission has been able to provide over $250,000 worth of generators uh, to churches because they, they needed it to survive.
6: А це в церкві ми мали зустріч для бідних людей нашого міста.
3: Всі вони
6: отримали також
3: продуктову допомогу і чули євангелію. Содеал ресів апакетов ей a
6: Крім of такої соціальної до роботи й допомоги, ми мали можливість проводити групу підготовки до хрещення два.
3: And during all this time we saw many people saved and we had actually two
6: baptisms. And it really
3: is encouraging that in such times of trouble with so much sorrow, That God saves people and gives us the joy to see them and turn to His
6: presence.
3: We even had a wedding.
6: Uh,
3: So, friends, we thank you that you stand with us.
6: And I'd
3: like to share a scripture with you Ephesians chapter
6: 5.
3: And I'm going to look at uh, verses seven and eight and nine. Verses seven, eight, and nine of Ephesians five. Be not ye therefore partakers with them, for ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth.
6: Світло видно там, де багато
3: And light really shines when it's dark. We really saw that when we lost electricity. Light is so necessary.
6: And the
3: the Bible tells us that light shines in darkness.
6: And
3: you know, we together with you are God's light to the people of the
6: world.
3: Jesus gives us this responsibility to be a light to the world.
6: And
3: many people wonder, how can I be a
6: light? And
3: some people think that you be a light just by going to church, and people see this and some people they walk out their homes with their Bible so they can see they're going to church but in this text, uh, we see that being a light involves three
6: things and in the
3: ninth verse, we see that. Being a light involves doing good things.
6: Uh, And
3: when we do good to people, we're shining a
6: light. And uh,
3: some people are satisfied with that, but there's
6: more. And
3: the Apostle Paul makes it clear that part of shining the light is to share the Gospel and tell people about
6: Christ. So that
3: the lost would understand that they're sinners and that they need to be saved. And And the third is truth.
6: And
3: the truth, the Bible says, will set you free.
6: And
3: you know, therefore, when we do good, when we share Christ, when we present to people the whole counsel of God, uh, we are shining a light. May God help us all to be shining lights for Him. Amen. Amen.
2: Well, are you challenged? Thank you, guys. Praise the Lord for uh, what you're doing there. So... Uh, If I could get uh, Chad and Darren, would you guys make sure those are empty because we're going to use those to uh, take up offerings this way on your way out if you would like to uh, donate. We're going to take care of these guys for coming here, but if you would like to help out in the efforts that uh, Beam is doing uh, throughout Ukraine and throughout the rest of Russia and those areas, uh, you can do so.
4: uh,
2: Okay.
8: Is this, is this live? Is. Okay. Um, they mentioned a lot of what the church is doing with the war ministry. But in order to do that, there has to be churches there. So I need to share with you how a church got started in Ukraine. I want to give you a little bit of a story of Grace Baptist Church at Shavona Sloboda. And how much God loves the Ukrainians. He had to get a little missionary kid from Chicago named Sam to Indianapolis. He had to get another kid named Tim from central Wisconsin to Indianapolis so he could meet Sam and they could develop a relationship. Why is that important? Because, and there's long stories in getting both of that happen, I'm sure because he needed Tim to be in Madison, Wisconsin on a particular weekend where he could talk to his dad because Sam Sobodian was in that same church that same weekend and his dad was wondering about Baptist International Evangelical Missions. What was it and was it trustworthy? So I was able to share with my dad who Sam was and who the missionary was. And God turned a car into a church. My dad had just bought a new car that weekend. He took it back, turned it in, and made that commitment of $5,000 to BIEM to start the church in Chivona. Went to Grace Baptist Church and said, this is what we want to do. The church got, them, got the vision, and ultimately, Grace Baptist Church at Shivona Sloboda was started. And now the church is in trouble. I mean, it's war torn. Uh, they're one of the churches that is in need of help. But without the church in Chernobyl and others winning souls, they wouldn't be able to meet the needs of those worn, torn people. But it doesn't take a lot of work. Each one of us could make the same commitment of turning a car into a church and winning souls for eternity. So I just wanted to share that, that it isn't off in this spiritual metasphere. We can become very individual in reaching and meeting the needs of those people. So I wanted to kind of connect some dots tonight for that. It wasn't you know, the Tolly's church, but I hope uh, at least that uh, reaches some souls tonight. Thank you.
2: Amen. So we'll give you that opportunity on your way out, the uh, offering things, whatever you put in there, that's going to go uh, to them. And if you need to make other commitments, uh, other ways, then you can deal with that through the church. We'll be glad to do that uh, later on, all right? So I think they've got those cleared out for you, and uh, Sam and Vitaly will be out there at the table. You can see them, meet them, uh, introduce yourself. I'm going to let you guys and the same You guys can go on out there and be at the table with them. And uh, before we dismiss, I need to do two orders of business. One is we met with Matt Yeagle this morning about membership, and he would like to join the church. So but Matt, raise your hand, show us who you are, all right? Uh, so Matt, we met him initially. Uh, we did as a group uh, at the Christmas and Wanamaker uh, thing. But Pastor Andrew had met him through sports of some other time. So they reconnected at uh, at Wanamaker, and, and uh, the Lord's brought him here. So Matt, have you trusted Jesus Christ your Savior? If you die right now, you know you go to heaven. If you die right now, you know you go to heaven. Amen. You follow the Lord and believe His baptism, and it's your desire to join this church and serve the Lord in this place. Amen. All those in favor of letting Matt Yegel come into the church and fellowship with us. let me know. raise your hand. Opposed, same sign. You're in, brother. All right. So uh, stay right around there so people know where to see you so they can stop by and meet you. And next week we can test you on all the names. No, I'm just kidding. We won't do that. And if you'll let me just very quickly, I know it's already, we're a little bit late, but we need to uh, make some decisions on sending our missions trip uh, thing to Utah. And I ask you to come back ready for that. Uh, so we would like to take about uh seven or $8,000, and we don't know the exact, but it uh, depends on how many of the college students end up going uh, and out of the emissions fund and, uh, and send them on, on this trip to help this church in reaching uh, the Mormons there in Utah. It's a great opportunity. They've been running a soccer camp. They know it works. Uh, it's been probably, they said, the most successful thing that they've been able to see in seeing Mormon families come to know Christ. So. Uh, we would like to be able to send them there and a couple churches backed out so they just kind of called Pastor Andrew and said I know it's late we need help for June is it possible to get uh, 8 to 12 young people here and help us run this camp and so uh, we'd like to do it and we've got eight about eight they're pretty committed to that already uh, we'd like to help them we want them to have some skin in the game so we're asking them to come up with 300 bucks uh, we're going to give 500 bucks for each of them uh, that would uh we figured that up and that would take care of it. We'll of course uh send Pastor Brett and his wife if he wants to go. she wants to go, they're trying to decide that. Their anniversary is that week. <laughs> I said, Welcome to the ministry, brother. <laughs> but uh I just need a motion if we can put it out there. Brother Darren has a motion to do that. Second of brother Andy. Do we have any discussion on that? All those in favor, let me know, raising your hand. Pose, same sign, start getting your bags, bags, bags packed, guys. All right, Let's stand, we'll let you get out of here. And uh, don't forget to stop by the table, pick up some of those materials. I tell you, the trumpets, I've got all three of those CDs. I don't think they're available on, uh, on Amazon Music, so you'd have to get them here. Uh, Sam's a great trumpeter, we enjoy it. Father, we thank you for the challenge that we've heard tonight of how your people are stepping up and taking tragedy and using it to bring the gospel to light. And we're challenged by that, God, as we live in our often comparative luxury, that we would not be uh, pulled away from sharing the gospel with a needy world around us. Put your hand of blessings upon Brother Vitaly and Brother Sam and the ministries there dismiss us with your blessing, and we'll thank and praise you for all that you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you, folks. You are dismissed.